0: And I tell you, when the weather heats up, the people go crazy. But that's okay though. You just slide on down to the trading post for the sesh anyway. We've always been crazy. You've just been high. Speaking of which, you know what time it is. Time is dab o'clock. Let's move this out right quick. Ah, right, there we go. Yeah. Right, there we are. And with that, we got Top Hat Panda in your eardrums. you got the original Gerudo on the mic tonight. And with that, we're well, just gonna welcome you to another episode of Fat Dads in the Morning. A rather special one tonight, because hey, it's good it's getting crazy out there and i don't just mean and i don't just don't mean heat temperature wise it's getting hotter and people go getting people get nuts that sun hits their brains and it's a wrap sometimes but while you're here while you're out there always feel free to slide by the hidden smoke village in the trading post smoke hokage has always got a good always got a seat for you at the sesh Providing you're not sane. Providing you're still sane. Sanity helps. No, nope, not really. Let me stop lying. But well, with that is the original Gerudo. Sliding in on the solo tip tonight. Got Mandy there. Shout out to Mandy and the Gorilla Grip Goblin that cock and balls herself. Sam and Sam. On the two job grind. On the two job grind tip. If you see her out, you out and about. Showing some love. Showing some respect. All that girl boss stuff. Do your thing, sweetheart, do your thing. But, as long as I'm here solo and chilling at the trading post tonight, I still got the fat dabs of the thick blunts, and I got time to go down the Reddit hole tonight. So, as long as, I hear, as long as I'm here, I might as well take a look down Reddit and see what we got tonight. Let's start with a story for one of my favorite subjects on here. Today, today, well, being that it's 10, 10.30 in the evening, tonight. Tonight, I fucked up. That's right. Tonight, your storyteller fucked up by coming on Reddit and deciding to read other people's business. You really, y'all really fucked up by giving me something to do on a for Thursday night. Well, nonetheless, let's have some fun anyway, shall we? Oh, well, we got that crumbled ready? Or are you crumbling that herb? Go ahead, get that banger and nail heated. You ready? Go ahead, take a couple hits. Get yourself ready. Do what you got to do. Go ahead, pregame. Pregaming is a must for the Fat Dads crew. We understand. Just know we got it. We get you. Good. Took a couple hits. Letting them settle in. You done coughing. And we're going to have to get a defibrillator. I see you over there. I see you over there coughing your lungs. You looking like they're about to die. I see you over there. Y'all good? Fuck it. Nice. Let me talk to you. Let's start with the first one here today. <laughs> today I fucked up by trying to oppress a girl with my amazing cooking skills. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is gonna be good. <laughs> I get back here, no, I'm trying to read you. Bitches. <laughs> see, so this happened last night, and I'm still cringing at the thought of it. There's this girl I've been crushing on for quite a while now, and I finally managed to grow up pair and ask her out. She said yes, and I decided to invite her over to my place for dinner. I thought, hey, I can cook a decent meal. The chicks could big guys who can cook, right? Oh boy, how wrong I was. I decided to make some fancy-ass pasta dish I saw on one of those cooking shows. You know, the kind where they use words like al dente and reduction to make it sound like they're doing some next-level shit. I went all out, bought the ingredients, and even got a bottle of wine to set the mood. Fast forward to the evening. She arrives, and I'm already sweating bullets. I start cooking trying to play it cool like I'm some sort of culinary genius. She's sitting at the counter watching me, and I can feel the pressure mounting. I'm chopping onions like a madman, trying to impress her with my knife skills when I accidentally slice my finger. blood starts gushing out, and I'm trying to play it off like it's no big deal. She's clearly concerned by assure her it's just a flesh wound. Ah, here we go. Here comes the sitcom shit. I wrap my finger in a paper towel and so drawn like the culinary warrior I am. I toss the pasta into the boiling water and in my haste I forget to set a timer. No biggie I think, I'll just wing it. Meanwhile I'm trying to make small talk but my mind is racing and I'm pretty sure I'm just spewing out random facts about pasta and Italian cuisine. She's nodding along, probably questioning her life choices at this point. As I'm stirring the sauce I realize I haven't tasted it yet. I grab a spoon, take a taste, and it's saltier than a Dead Sea. I must have mistaken the salt container for the sugar one in my nervous state. Panicking, I remember reading somewhere that adding a potato can help absorb the excess salt. So, I grab a potato, peel it, and chuck it into the sauce like it's some sort of magical salt-absorbing grenade. I finally decide to check on the pasta, and it's turned into a mushy, overcooked mess. At this point, I'm ready to admit defeat, but I figure I've come this far, so I might as well see it through. I drained the pasta, plate it up, and poured the sauce over it, potato and all. I set the plates down, trying to hide my shame, and we dig in. The first bite is a disaster. The pasta is a soggy mess, the sauce is still saltier than the sailor's vocabulary, and the potato is just sitting there, mocking me. She's trying to be polite, but I can see that she is going to need a gallon of water to wash down this culinary catastrophe. I refuse to admit defeat, so I muster up the convincing smile I can and say, bon appetit. She hesitates for a moment and takes another bite, clearly trying to be polite. I can see the fear in her eyes, but I just keep shoveling the salty, soggy disaster into my mouth, pretending like it's the best thing I've ever tasted. As we continue eating, I try to salvage the situation by making more small talk, but it's clear that the culinary catastrophe has taken its toll on the evening. She's giving me one-word answers and nervously glancing at the door, probably planning her escape route. Finally, she can't take it anymore. She puts down her fork, looks me dead in the eye, and says, I'm sorry, but I just remembered I have an early morning tomorrow. I should probably get going. I can see the relief wash over her face as she stands up, and I know I've really screwed up. I walk her to the door, trying to play it cool, like I'm not a complete nutter fool. She gives me a half-hearted hug and says, "Thanks for dinner. It was interesting." And with that, she's gone, leaving me alone with my salty, soggy pasta and my bruised ego. Tldr: Tried to impress a girl with my amazing cooking skills. Ended up serving her a salty, soggy pasta disaster and scared her away with my stubborn refusal to admit defeat. <laughs> and on to the comments. There's gotta be some comments, damn it. Let's see. On to the comments. Bro, admit defeat to the girl next time and order delivery. Don't force your date to eat a trash meal. For real, the real today I fucked up was forcing her to eat garbage. <laughs> Nothing is more attractive than a man forcing bad food down your mouth because he's never wrong. <laughs> the real keeper is finding someone that says this isn't too bad. After explaining to her I really messed up after a meal disaster. But making a sauce that's too salty and pasta that's overcooked? Having to eat that garbage? Sorry, I have to say you just plain suck at cooking. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with them, bruh. You just terrible. Some of us are just terrible at cooking. It happens. They really do. <laughs> Let's see. What else we got here? <laughs> Next up, we have... Let's have a look. Today I fucked up by writing down a secret. Today I fucked up. Well, last month, but I just remembered after blacking out the horrific memory. I was attending the first day of a week-long peer support specialist training along with a female co-worker and several other students from different workplaces. The training would involve a lot of soul-searching, sharing stories of addiction, struggle, etc., as your job was to work with people in crisis. Anyway, a bit early on in the first day, I ran to take a leak. When I got back, everyone was writing on a flashcard they'd been given and holding holding them up. I asked my co-worker what I missed, and she said I had to write a secret. Due to the emotional nature of our training, I believed we'd fold them up and hang on to them or something. Then we drove them away at the end of some symbolic thing like that. So I write, I feel like a terrible father and sometimes regret having kids. I have a fun one-and-a-half-year-old. Imposter syndrome depression is a bitch. I fold it up and pocket it. All right, I'm going to collect everyone's cards now, the facilitator says. I think, huh? All right, this must be some kind of trust exercise. Brilliant stuff. Wow. He collects the cards and puts them in a cup and shakes it up. Holy fuck, I am breaking a sweat now. I ask my coworker what's going on. She shrugs. Okay. He grabs a card and reads it. It says I've been bit by a shark. Huh, weird secret. I tell everyone that. Then Glass points to one person. Some are like, that's gotta be you. You look like a surfer. Surfer dude confirms it's his and everyone cheers. I'm at this point seconds from jumping across my desk and stealing a bucket of cards. He reads a few more, and everyone correctly guesses the secret holder. I was in a movie. I was born in Canada, things like that. He grabs mine, which is the last fucking one. My co-worker, with me being the last one, says, I guess we all know who this one is going to be. Then the look on the the instructor's face when he opened the card, he sort of half-pity laughs. I feel like a terrible father and sometimes regret having kids. The room falls silent and I just sit there wanting to crawl out of my skin and die. I raised my hand to confirm it's me. I learned later on, he said, to write a fun fact about yourself anonymously on the card. Not a deep dark secret. Fuck me. TRDR, TLDR. Don't we have to write a dark secret on a card, which we would keep during class. Turns out it was a fun fact and I had to sit and listen to it be read to everyone. Just goddamn. And on to the comments. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm sorry, bro, it is what it is. Goddamn. And on that day you learned to ask the instructor what everyone was doing. I would have honestly just told him that I need to redo mine since everyone else's secret was as being benign as possible. That sucks, dude, but honestly, sometimes getting the dark secret out like that can be liberating. I hope it was somewhat beneficial for you, or at least having it forced out like that could help you face it and address it. The fact that you feel guilty means you're probably doing a better job than you think you are. Keep at it. Before you know it, the baby years will be over. You got this. I agree. Sometimes you just need to get that out of your system to move forward. Acknowledging it is always acknowledging you have an issue, and sometimes saying it to yourself and out in the open is the best first step to fixing yourself. And hopefully he fixes himself. Hopefully Homeboy who wrote this fixes himself. But, back to the fuck-ups. Oh boy. Oh, this ought to be good. For the incoming 4th coming up quick, 4th of July coming up quicker than we thought. Today I fucked up by vacuuming up fireworks. Before I begin, fireworks should always be kept out of reach of children and never be used inside the house, even innocent kid fireworks like poppets. This isn't as crazy as some of the stories in here, but I feel so stupid that I thought this would make someone chuckle and hopefully feel better about themselves. When I was on the phone with insurance, my kids, six and five, found the poppet fireworks we had recently purchased and opened a box inside the house, leaving a good deal of them unpopped and on the carpet along with what along with that sawdust stuff that comes in the box. Then they eventually went outside to the backyard. When I finished my call, I found a mess and considered making the kids pick up their fireworks, but they were now outside playing and I simply did not want to go aggro, want to aggro their attention. Plus, I feel I have been nagging them all morning, and I felt kind of bad. To preserve the rare quiet inside the house, I decided to pick up the fireworks myself. But there were so many of them, and the carpet was already messy and needed cleaning anyway. So I skipped picking them up by hand and proceeded to turn the old dirt devil on. Someone in my head said it was probably not a good idea to vacuum up a whole packet's worth of poppets. But I was exhausted and already mentally drained and desperately needing another cup of coffee. So I disregarded the voice and ran the vacuum over those poppets. They exploded with the force of a thousand suns inside the vacuum. It started smoking and stopped spinning. Then the kids come running into the house without, with about a hundred questions each, followed by a bunch of crime because why on earth would Mama suck up their fireworks? I opened up the vacuum to see if I could fix it, but the motor had, had all this black soot in it and there was an electric smell coming from it. I cleaned it up and tried turning it on again, but the smell got worse. Another incredibly stupid thing I know. So I quickly turned it off. Now I had to break the news to my husband that we either need a new motor or an entirely new vacuum for such an incredibly stupid stupid decision on my part. TLDR, for those who don't keep up that well, I vacuumed a bunch of poppets and broke our vacuum. <laughs> yeah. ah. Oh, my God. On to the comments. (laughs) When I was told about it, my mom mom was trying to make it my fault for having fireworks. So it's my fault that I didn't warn you about the boxes of my stuff that you were going to burn might have important stuff to know about? Well, yeah, we put it that way. It was our own fault. I could hear the oh fuck moment. (laughs) Uh, Oh yeah, some of those bottle rockets were pretty big. I had smoke bombs too. Just as well, I never bought the sun cannon when it was BOGO day. Not really certain what it did, but seriously, the size of a garbage pail like take to the curbside, had six or seven barrels in it. Boss said it would never get past the border. God damn! ah, firework season. Or as I like, or as we have fat dads in the morning I like to call it, fun with stoners and explosives. Film at 11. Let's see what's happening, what's happening. Uh-oh, here we go. Might have to get my lighter for this one. Yep, I just might. Mm. Today I fucked up by opening a bag. Today I fucked up and might may have committed a crime. It's a bit of a setup, even though that the actual, actual fuck-up was just a few hours ago. A couple of years ago, I set up a thick-walled contractor trash bag inside a frame in the unused side yard that my dogs would go to relieve themselves. Once a week or more, I would go out there and pick, all, pick up all their droppings with a shovel and collect them in the contractor bag. After a couple weeks, I would close up the bag and toss the whole thing into the trash bin, following the strict instructions given on my city's waste collection services websites. And this was the schedule I followed until the winter of 2021, when we had a series of storms that basically flooded our backyard. During this time, my dogs would go out in the main yard where there was higher ground and grass to do their business there. Then I would pick up their poop and put it into a covered trash can lined with another contractor bag. After a few months, this became the established procedure and its routine I followed to this day. During this time, I had forgotten about the big bag in the side yard, which had remained open to the sky and I collected a substantial amount of water gradually collapsing under its own weight and closing itself. Somewhat. As time passed, the now largely ignored side yard became infested with tall weeds, completely obscuring from view the now-forgotten garbage bag filled with feces and rainwater, leaving it to fester through two years of weather, opening during summer's hot days in several atmospheric rivers that only served to convert a churn and ferment its contents into an angry, foul, and disgusting goulash. It was yesterday that I decided to tackle and attack the overgrowth with a weed whacker, and that's when I rediscovered the bag of that revolting mixture. I had the luck of not hitting it with a tremor and the sense not to open it. I resolved to clandestinely shove it into the trash bin the following day, since trash pickup in our neighborhood is on Thursdays. So today, I rolled the bin into the side yard, turned it on its side, opened the lid near the bag, and used a shovel and a hoe to as gently as possible manipulate the bag into the open bin. And this is when today's fuck up occurs. Somehow I miscalculated where the opening of the bag was, snagged the edge with the hoe, and accidentally exposed the fetid contents to the open air. I smelled some awful things before, but this was beyond anything I've ever experienced. I nearly vomited, but remember some advice from a veterinarian. If you have to smell something really, really bad like rotting or necrotic fresh flesh, grin like an idiot. Somehow that inhabits me in response to vomit. Since the wind was blowing in my direction, I immediately moved upward to catch my breath and grin like an idiot. I repositioned myself to pull the offensive sack into the trash, but instead pushing it in. I waited a few minutes to regain my composure before using the hoe to pull the heavy sack into the bin and slam the lid shut. Pulling it upright, I started to wheel the bin the curb. Behind our house is a quaint little park. Since school let out, the park has been filled with people and children. There's a quilting group that reads right behind our house where the trees provide shade so they can work on their quilts. There's a basketball court where parents and children go to shoot some hoops and a small playground where parents put their kids on swings. Let them climb around in the playset and use the slide. I heard the first scream. Close to the fence where the quilting group meets, and shortly after I heard someone yelling, Oh, good God, what is that smell? Immediately followed by the unmistakable sounds of someone coughing and retching, I also heard, Oh, that stinks. And where in the fuck is that coming from? The northerly wind had carried the overwhelming stench of the open bag to the park where it was sickening and nauseating people who would come to relax and enjoy the early summer afternoon. I thought I heard a child crying, but I'm not sure since I was hearing other sounds of distress coming to the, from the park. I practically ran back into the house, stripped off all of my clothing next to the washer, and threw it in into the sanitized stankhole and took a long shower. I could still hear their screams. If it was a crime that I committed, let this be my confession. They say confession has the power to free us from the strongholds of sickness, and isolation, and torment. But nothing I can do can wash this thing for my soul. <laughs> update. Of, of course there's an up- update. OP here. I really wanted to capture, the, the capture video of the big bag of shit getting picked up by the mechanical judge to be sloshed into the truck, but I missed the opportunity. Instead, I offer a short addendum and a photo. Apparently, the BBOS had to, had to be the only thing in the bin because opening the lid released an eye-watering concentrated plume of pure horror so bad that I couldn't toss the week's tra- rest of the week's trash into it, lest I displace a fatal volume of feculent gas upon my neighborhood. The bin itself bears the scars of obscene tracks of concentrated aged dog excrement, and, and it smells, well, like absolute shit. I took a chance by opening it to take this photo and feel fortunate that my iPhone's protective case only melted melted a little. Oh, god damn. (laughs) On to the comments, god damn it. (laughs) Grin, grin for your lives. (laughs) Oh my god. I'm sorry, but this is fucking hilarious. It was a crime that I committed. Let it. Let this be my confession. This is a. This was a war crime, man, a foul one at that. Rest in peace to all the noses that found themselves befuddled from the witch's concoction you unknowingly created. I'm just imagining the dogs in the park picking up and sniffing the wind. Rufus is back. Damn it, he ate. What the hell is that? I think that that's Master Pet. And some of his owner's socks? He hasn't crafted in a year? Bloody hell, Rufus. Meanwhile, the trees are welting as old ladies rub for their lives with many needles being used as nose plugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. OP's vivid description of how the contents of the bag festered through the different seasons this is making me feel sick. But a true today I fucked up indeed. Indeed it was. <laughs> my God. But in the meantime, let me get to get to some more fuck-ups and let me get my stomach back settled. Give us a second while we get ourselves in order. In the meantime, listen to the Top Hat Panda while we get this banger heated up. Y'all go ahead and do what you gotta do. We'll be right back. Thank mm-hmm. you. sliding back. Okay, let me get my... stomach is good. Stomach, alright. Okay. We can get back to the fuck-ups now. For the looks of Reddit here, we got so many fuck-ups to get through. Don't don't worry. Let me get my high back and we'll be good to go. Now then. Let's see here. Oh, you... Oh, this... (laughs) Oh, this going to be bad. I can see this right now. Today I fucked up by drinking the gross liquid that came out of my coffee maker. Oh, boy. So this was actually three days ago, but since the sub was private at the moment, I couldn't post it right away. English is not my first language, so excuse my way of redacting like a five-year-old. Well, it was seven in the morning, and I was getting prepared to go to school. I went to the kitchen to pour myself a cup of coffee, but there wasn't any left. I have one of those Italian coffee makers that you have to add the water and ground the coffee to make it. This one, in specific, isn't one of the one of too much quality, and sometimes some of the parts it has will get loose when trying to make the coffee. When trying to make the coffee this time, it seemed that it wasn't closing well, which, went, which meant one of the parts probably was loose. But I put it in the stove anyway. It normally takes about 10 minutes for the coffee to come out. This time it was taking double the time, and at this point it was smelling like burning. I feared nothing would come out, but finally something did come out. A dark concentrated liquid that smelled like motor oil. I drank it anyway because I was running late and didn't want to go about my day without coffee. It tasted terrible, and the moment it hit my mouth, I knew it wasn't going to end well. In fact, I was puking in the kitchen, a few, kitchen sink a few minutes after drinking it. I proceeded to go to school anyway, thinking that all the coffee had my, left my body, but little did I know I was going to embarrass myself in front of the classroom after being denied to go to the bathroom, and consequently throwing up black liquid all over the floor and my table. What a way to end the school year. TLDR, drank some disgusting liquid that came out of the coffee maker, made me sick and threw up in class. Oh, on to the com, god damn. <laughs> you, my friend, are the reason automatic coffee machines exist. Thank <laughs> you for making it possible for the rest of us, to those amazing devices. On the plus side, that teacher isn't going to be so quick to deny a bathroom visit in the future. <laughs> I've walked out in the middle of my college classes without saying a word multiple times. Where is Op going to school where he can't use the bathroom? <laughs> oh, shit. I think what you're using is called a mocha. If so, so, it's like you either had too fine of a grind or packed it in too tightly or both. If it is the aluminum aluminum, ver- aluminum version, the coating would be messed up or corroded. If I had a guess, it sounds like you had super bitter ergo extract, over extracted coffee, which would be a bit much on the stomach and tongue. I just learned something about coffee today. I actually just learned something about coffee. The more you know about this bitch, I swear. Let's have a look here. Okay, this one might hit a little closer home given your teller's other position. Today I fucked up by unintentionally insulting a waiter. (laughs) And this happens more often than you think, ladies and gentlemen. I was in a restaurant with my family for my father's birthday. It's a nice fancy place where we go about once or twice a year but for at least a decade now. The waiters are very, very friendly and super professional there. They're also really funny and smart in the most positive way possible. I overheard a conversation a waiter had with my father in which the waiter said that he was 76. I interfered because he looked clearly younger. I said, 76? No way you look 10 years younger. He raised an eyebrow and then smiled and said, Oh, thank, thank you. Turns out he was joking and that he's about 20 years younger. I felt like shit and still do. I mean, he's such a nice guy, and he actually does look that young. T O D R I was too—I tried to make a compliment, but I was too dumb to think it through. <laughs> it happens. He had all the—he didn't have all the facts. He was still complimenting him. I think he'll get over it. Yeah, I'm pretty certain of that one. Now then, <laughs> let's see what else we got. What other fuck ups do we have this evening? Ah, yes, here we go. (laughs) Oh, boy. Ah, this ought to be a good one. Today I fucked up by leaving random porn playing on my PC. (laughs) So this just happened yesterday, and while not mortifying, it was hilarious. My wife and I have been separated for several months now. And she still has a lot of her stuff here, and occasionally I get her packages. Yesterday she shows up with her puppy to get a couple packages and some shoes she still had there. I was outside trying to figure out a trailer wiring issue. I recently moved my PC into the same room and told told her as much, so she wasn't surprised. My German Shepherd pup, 12 months, isn't sure how to get along with other dogs right now. So she stayed outside with so I stayed outside with her puppy and left mine inside the fence. Time passes, and as she comes and she comes back out with a load of shoes and the shelf she they'd been on. We made some small talk after which she left and I could tell you what I was doing. When I went back inside, I quickly reminded that i had been I'd started porn playing, and then gone outside. I obviously had been on tennis watching it, that I forgot it was even on when I was at, while I was outside but she's had to go through stuff in that room with porn playing on the 27-inch monitor. Nothing was said, but I could see her expression of exasperation. TLDR. Forgot I left porn playing on the PC and my ex had to watch listen while getting some of her things. Oh, shit. On to the comments, got. it. Oh, boy get a projector for next time. <laughs> oh, shit. This is terrible fantasy writing. I think OP forgot that his ex-wife would click the mouse and pause the video. I find it hard to believe that she wouldn't do that. <laughs> oh, shit. Playing the long game, huh? <laughs> God damn it, sir. <laughs> Nah, seriously, the bitch could've clicked the mouse and turned it off. She really could've. (laughs) Hmm. Let's see what happens. Next up, next up. What are the fuck-ups we got tonight? (laughs) Today I fucked up by snacking in bed. Obligatory, this happened last night. I, 35 male, was lying in the bed with my girlfriend, 33 female. We're heathens who like to do a lot of do a little midnight toking and binge snacks in bed while watching TV. We usually eat pretty healthy, but my oldest daughter, 15 female, asked for some star crunch for those unaware the little chocolate rice cakes on our last shopping trip, so I scooped some up. Well, the munchies got the best of me this particular night, so I double-oh-seven my way to the kitchen and snuck out with some of her forbidden snack cakes. Now, anyone familiar with them knows they're pretty well formed together with an abundance of sugar, and I, in my glossy-eyed state, didn't notice some of it had fallen on the bed. So after some late-night coitus, I lay in bed and muster the energy to go clean up in the bathroom. It's at this time the girlfriend says, what's stuck to your butt? <laughs> I I reached back and pull his dime-sized brown material mushed at the top of my crack. Horror set in my face as I realized I was not experiencing a living nightmare. I knew I just wiped poorly smeared doodoo on my crack. My girlfriend would never find me attractive again. I awkwardly tripped over my words as I fake confusion of the situation and made my way to the sink. So the doorway to the bathroom is when inside of the bed where she still lay, laughing at my school laughing at my school and my underwear level my bed level of embarrassment. Committed to my role of the fool, I stood by the sink and lifted the shame on my finger to smell what it was. To my surprise, it smelled sweet. As a confused and relieving feeling washed over me, I found myself in another predicament. How do I convince my girlfriend, who is certainly questioning her choice to move in with me at this point, that the brown substance stuck to my ass was not poop? Well, as it turns out, no, it's sweet. Smell it is not the correct answer. <laughs> As I proudly extend my poo-brown finger and walked towards her, the sound of laughter turned to shrie- shifted to shrieks of horror. I finally realized the absurdity of what I was doing, rested off in the sink, and defeatedly walked back into the room. It all happened so fast that it dawned on me until I was back in bed and saw the wrapper on the bedside table. It was the Star Crunch, I shouted loud enough to wake the kids. We spent the next few minutes cry laughing at the events that just transpired, and I happy to say I will now be snacking less in bed and wiping twice as much in light of my new phobia. TLDR. I ate a star crunch in bed. It got stuck to my butt, and my girlfriend thought I had a wiping problem. <laughs> On to the comments. <laughs> What the caveman's got to say? Oh shit. Should have stuck that finger in your mouth and grossed her out even more. <laughs> oh shit. Sounds more like on the outside of his ass cheek. Hell, she may have licked it during sex anyway. How much do you value physical comedy? <laughs> Oh, I love this shit, no pun intended. Unless, this is one of those signs you have a healthy, lovely relationship. I was eating a block of chocolate in bed one day when I managed to fall asleep. Or was horrified when I woke up to find my sheets covered in brown. Turns out I managed to fall asleep on top of the block of chocolate, which melted and smeared itself all over my sheets. Ugh, all these people, eh, it's okay we've all had accidents in bed with food you wise it happens to the best of us the best of us know to keep it to ourselves let's see what else we got here fuck up, fuck up, fuck up Ah, right, here we go oh, this sounds good Today I fucked up by eating fast food and coffee before an important meeting. As the title says, my fiance and I were at this shop waiting to meet with, her, with our financial manager to set up our retirement. I grabbed McDonald's for us and the kids for dinner quick since we are going to be home to cook. I also got a frappe with my food. I get the hot and spicy McChickens and put their buffalo sauce on them. About 40 minutes later, I go to smoke a cigarette. The nicotine made it go to my body at lightning speed. I run inside and tell I inside to tell my fiance I need to run home and get wipes for the kids. We live two minutes away. I get in the car and i at this point I'm clenching my cheeks, shaking. And I can feel it start burning. I'm praying the whole two-minute drive home. Since it's raining here, my shoes were wet. I run inside as fast as I could and slipped on the kitchen tile, falling flat on my back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I'm sorry, give me a because we don't do take we don't do second takes. <laughs> oh shit. At this point I'm crying. I'm gonna shoot my pants and this is how it will end. The EMTs are going to find me laying on the floor like this. I can feel time running out. I roll over and Army crawl into the bathroom with a few seconds to spare. Now I'm writing this with a heating pad on my back and I will never eat fast food again before something important. (laughs) TLDR ate fast food before the important meeting and almost ended up shitting myself while hurting myself in the process. (laughs) Oh, shit. And I know the comments are going to have some fun with this. I just know it don't let me down. As a health inspector, I can state unequivocally that 90% of people think the restaurant they ate at 30 minutes ago gave them diarrhea. That kind of speed for those results will be very rare. More likely it was your wife, husband, mother-in-law's food handling yesterday that did it. <laughs> I knew someone who thought she had thought the bad McDonald, thought the bad McDonald she ate the other day, the day before was making her sick all the next day. Turns out she had morning sickness. I still do call that child who's an adult now, bad McDonald. <laughs> oh, shit. A lot of people, though, who just don't know about their anatomy at all, ask them to point to their heart or stomach and watch people go bang in the center and too low and too high, respectively. <laughs> oh goddamn. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to let's go into a fuck up less shitty. <laughs> I'm sorry, this terrible puns. I know, I know. I'll see myself off. Let me stop lying. No, I won't. Alright, <laughs> uh, here we go. Today I fucked up by almost blinding myself. Classic didn't happen today. So as a 13-year-old living in the middle of nowhere, bored as fuck, I did stupid things to entertain myself, including smoking lots of weed before my brain fully developed. I like to blame this on what happened happen next. Oh, no, 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 no. You're not gonna... Don't you blame weed for this shit. Don't you blame weed for this. <laughs> but anyway... I had this really interestingly shaped glass bottle, and I wanted to make a pipe for some reason. So I got my stepdad's propane torch thing, and my plan was to slow cook one spot until it started drooping down and I could poke a hole, boom, a bowl. And behind my unguarded eyeballs, my brain says, look at me being all crafty as hot glass shrapnel explodes in all directions. Funnily enough, I was super scared. Now you may be thinking, good, those survival instincts kept your ancestors alive so you could be born. Well, if my ancestors weren't already disappointed in me by all the questionable things they see me jerk off to, and whiff they were now. Because the longer I had the torch going, the greater my terror was growing that it was about to explode in my hand at any second. Now why would this glanky jazz bottle pipe be worth my eyes or, my, or hands? Well, if it worked out, it'd be really cool to tell people I made it myself. Didn't get a cool pipe, but also didn't go blind. 5 to 10 don't recommend. Mm-mm-mm. On to the comments on this one. Yeah, don't try to be a MacGyver smoker. Just don't. It takes time to get to MacGyver smoker. I know everyone wants to get creative and just... You smoke some weed and you don't have a pipe. is why you carry papers with you at all times. Not everyone is meant to be a MacGyver smoker or a bowl. Paper or bowls. Always carry one. Never leave home without one. (laughs) Let's see if I can get a couple more here before we get back to before I let y'all get, let your high really kick in and y'all enjoy the rest of your night. (laughs) Hmm. Let's see how many fuck-ups we got here. Oh, today you fucked up, huh? Apparently, that's just it. Today, he fucked up. Okay. This happened yesterday, so I've been visiting my family in Vancouver, Canada for the last two weeks. They live, like, really close to a popular hike spot. They've been living there for five years, but have yet to go on the hike. So we decided that when I visited, we were going to go on the hike. Because of reasons, I ended up going up myself. So the hike starts off with describing the the three three different hikes, and only one of them is newbie friendly. But to get to all of them, you have to hike a two-kilometer trail that is uphill all the way. So we get to the end of the two-kilometer hike, and here is where where the fuck up happened. For some reason, I thought how tough can the more difficult hike be? So I go on the more difficult hike, and because I don't have a Canadian carrier for my phone, I did not have reception so there was no way to check the trail. But I thought, fuck it, and started going on the more difficult hike. After about three to four hours of walking uphill and basically climbing, I got to a point where there was snow. I did not have good enough shoes to keep going, so I turned back. But I took one wrong turn, slipped in the snow, and fell down about 20 to 30 meters down to a place where you would have had to to climb down a really tall mountain in order to go back up. I could do neither, so I could, so I ended up calling 911. Took them three hours to find me, and then they had to send a team to come rescue me. We climbed the same way I came down, but with rope they had put out for me. It took me about eight hours to get home. Thought I would die on that cliff, but here I am to tell you guys what happened. Ugh. mm mm mm. I gotta be smarty. Sometimes that fucking will cost you, sir. You gotta be smarter than that. Let's go. Let's see. Let me find one good. Come on, give me a good fuck up. Uh, I'm so, what? <laughs> okay. It's a, let's go with this one. Not for the last one, but. <laughs> Today I fucked up. I give my balls a sick fade. (laughs) What the fuck? Obligatory this didn't happen today, but a year or two ago. I was in the shower about to give my downstairs its monthly haircut when I had a brilliant idea. What if I faded up my junk? Normally I just use a small pair of scissors to trim the hair to keep it nice and tidy. That was getting a bit boring. So I grabbed my razor and gave my downstairs an absolutely beautiful skin fade. This is a work of art, a masterpiece to be remembered for eons. After doing this, I just finished my shower and went to bed feeling pretty happy with my work. If only I knew the misery I just inflicted upon myself. I woke the next day with my hair down there, my down there feeling a bit tingly, but I didn't think anything of it. It got worse the next day. Then the third day, I woke up in pure agony. My crotch felt like it was on fire. I jumped out of bed and jumped into the shower and turned the cold water up to Max. Taking up my underwear, I saw that my hair had grown back just back out just a tiny bit and that hairs were acting as little rows of spikes. I felt like I was getting constantly hit by tiny bugs and having hot sauce and salt rubbed into the big bites. This feeling lasted almost two weeks until my hair had grown back out enough to be too flaccid to cause any issues. TLDR Never give your downstairs a fade, no matter how sick it looks. Just out of curiosity. On. on to the comments. Uh, um, mm. Why would you give your a skin fade, though? Trim. Don't shave. Yes, those hairs grow back in and they do hurt. As someone who's nicked their dick earlier this week. Yes, that's right. Didn't end up shaving my downstairs areas. I nicked my dick i never want that feeling again wow i just admitted that on air we're gonna go with that but look we're gonna go with one more one more fuck up and we're gonna make it a good one ladies and gentlemen what we got what we got give me something good hmm oh this ought to be good <laughs> Today I fucked up. I wanted to buy weed. (laughs) I, 16 male, wanted to try weed now that summer holiday is coming. But there was only, there was a problem. So I asked a college colleague to buy me weed and I gave him a lot of money for only one gram. (laughs) Important note. Wait, 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 wait. there's got to be more than this. Come on. Ah, uh, here we go, full story. I, 16 male, wanted to try weed now, that summer holiday is coming. But there was a problem. Weed is illegal and I can get in prison if I get caught buying it. So I asked a colleague to buy me weed and I gave him a lot of money for only one gram. I gave him 20 pounds, 20 euros. Four days later, he tells me that his dealer has not answered the phone and he gives me my money back. I was a little annoyed because I had everything planned and I made this mistake. I texted a boy that I was friends with a while back, what we'll call him B. Well, B started doing weed when he was 12. I think he was also smoking cigarettes, but from what I've heard, he was hanging out with troubled teens because he deeply wanted to be in a group. Also, one time he got punched in the nose because he owed someone money. So anyway, I really wanted weed and I ignored this stuff and wrote him. He told me to meet today with the money. We meet. I give him the money, and I expected him to give me with weed. But it tells me, Steady tells me, we're at a 17 year old dealer house. He goes to the house, and I wait outside. He didn't text me. The guy took the money and punched him. I said to him that I think he is lying, and asked for a photo. He told me that he's calling his father to go to the hospital. I said to him that he needs to stop lying. I to <laughs> Important <laughs> note: the dealer follows him on Instagram, and also the, also the go to to say. Also, they go to the same high school. Now, he's writing me, telling the story. He is sorry, but I don't believe him. I think he just stole my money and went to do drugs. But at the same time, I feel like he is telling the truth. I am being the asshole. If he is telling the truth, I am being an asshole. I hope you learned your lesson, good sir. I I really do. And I hope the comment and eat you alive. Because you're a fucking idiot. You're an idiot. You give the money to the person with the weed always. See it, before you be, see it before you believe it kind of thing. You should probably stay away from drugs. If you can't work out buying them, even at 16, and it's obviously not your scene. If his dealer really did rob him, then he'd be open to getting the homies together and robbing them back. Mm-hmm. Mm mm mm. That's a damn shame, sir. Just take the yogurt, sir. That's all I'm going to say to this one. If I some other, and don't smoke at all, just don't. Save yourself some trouble. This is going to be probably the only time in my life I'm going to advise anyone not to smoke weed. And it's some idiot on Reddit. Summer madness, folks. It's what the summer brings you. But with that, we're gonna let everyone's high kick back in, and we're gonna cut this down for a little bit. Hope y'all enjoyed this little special episode of Fat Dabs. But we're gonna be chilling back here. We're gonna be chilling at the tower all the, all summer in the air conditioning while the summer while the summer heats up and you people get more and more insane. We'll be more keen to just watch from afar here in the mid hit. Hidden Smoke Village. Trust me, your smoker Kage got nothing but time and dabs. So with that, we also like to thank y'all for chilling with us for about a year and a half. We've been doing this for a year and a fucking half. I'm I'm a shock to y'all. I'm proud of it. We just know that we here that we the crew here are proud of this. We really are. We thought of this as a joke, and here it is, a year and a half later. So i like to save for my crew, for Mandy, for the Gorilla Grip gobbling that cock, Sam is Sam. I love both you crazy bitches, my mates. My mates for life, never for now. Never forget that. If you have your mates and your real ones, keep them around. They're for your life. Never for now. Yeah, I know I just repeated myself. I get repetitive during sentimental moments. It is what it is. (laughs) But with all that lovely, all that beautiful bullshit being said, thank you all for coming out tonight. It's the original Gerudo. saying, go ahead and let your high settle in before you smoke them. Because I know you got a dab left on your dab left on your dabber right now, but you're waiting for it. Go ahead and smoke that. Go ahead and smoke that while you're still high. You know why? Because your parents didn't raise a quitter. They raised a stoner. I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but I'll let you figure that out after you smoke. So vote.